The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. I'm joined now by Pori Corkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, uh, to answer your gardening questions, and there are many coming in. But Porik, you sent me some pictures, and there is one particular flower that looks like a heart. Isn't it beautiful, Pat? And it's a beautiful shade of rich pink, a cerise pink. It's a plant called Dicentra spectabilis. It comes to us all the way from Asia, and we call it the bleeding heart, us gardeners, because it has these beautiful heart-shaped flowers. Believe it or not, Pat, it's a perennial plant. It comes back year after year. It flowers in late March, early April, that sort of spring period as we come into summer. And it's a plant that you can grow in a woodland area, you can grow it in a pot, or you can plant it out into a flower border. A really, really simple plant to grow, but very, very beautiful. So Dicentra spectabilis, or bleeding heart, look for it in your local garden centre. A really simple plant to grow. Now, what other plants, as distinct from the cut roses that uh, people associate with St. Valentine's Day, but what other plants might you plant in your garden as a more a symbol of eternal love? Well, I always say, Pat, a bunch of flowers is for a moment, but a, a, a living plant will last a lifetime. And believe it or not, I had a customer in during the week that had a rose in the garden that is over 100 years old. Can you believe that? A variety called Queen Elizabeth, the lovely Florbunda rose. So roses are associated with Valentine's, but this is the time in February that we actually plant roses. And if you plant roses any time over the next six or eight weeks, they will actually come into flower this summer and flower for many years after that. And there's some lovely varieties like Precious Love or One Love or Red Trumpeter is a favourite of mine or Fragrant Cloud. But you've also got a lovely plant that's in bloom at the moment called Daphne Jacqueline Postel. And if you remember a couple of weeks back, we had a question in about it, but it's got a great story. It was bred by Alan Postel, famous in the Hillary Nurseries Company in, in the UK. And Alan named the plant after his wife, Jacqueline. So her name lives on in thousands of plants and thousands of gardens all over Europe. So it's Daf- Daphne Jacqueline Postel. I have it in my own garden. It flowers from Christmas right through until the end of February. So it's flowering right through Valentine's Day and it's beautifully scented. I often cut pieces and bring it into my own home or bring, put it in the car as an air freshener. Um, camellias are in flower at the moment, past some beautiful varieties of camellias and they're absolutely spectacular at the moment. So remember, planting a plant, you have it for a lifetime. Now, the questions, as I say, coming in in great numbers. I'd like to have some colour and bloom for Easter in my outdoor pots. What's the best time to clean out and replant? And what would Porrick recommend I buy for these pots? A variety of flowers and colour would be lovely. Uh, Ideally hardy, as they need to survive a cold wind. Absolutely. Well, look, there's lots of choice available. Now is an excellent time. Easter is early this year, the end of March, the first week of April. So many of the spring flowering plants are actually going to be in bloom. That dicentra I mentioned will certainly be in flower. But you've got plants like bellus, the lovely bachelor's buttons, pansies, violas, hyacinths, many of the bulbs you'll get them available as potted plants now in your local garden centre. Some of the late flowering tulips, for example, dwarf tulips, they'll be available. Double primroses, polyanthus, dianthus, path, there's a whole range of plants that are fully hardy. You can plant them up now. So my advice is to tip out the old pots, use the compost in your veg garden or somewhere else in the garden and replant with fresh compost and a a mixture of bulbs, spring flowering bulbs and many of the plants I mentioned there will flower up till May. Our garden is covered in moss. It's in the west of Ireland. And here, moss is a big problem. Well, you're in the west at the moment, Porik. I am. Are zero products good enough or do we need to reseed? 
Well, zero is the, is the treatment that we use. Zero is a liquid. You mix it in water, you apply it on your lawn, and it does kill the moss overnight. Now, depending on the severity of the moss, I mean, if it's 10% grass and 90% moss, you, it, you may consider redoing the reseeding the lawn. And of course, moss uh, is in every garden in Ireland, particularly the west of Ireland, with our high level of rainfall. So draining the area is a good idea as well if you're going to reseed, put in a couple of drains to improve the drainage, and that will reduce the moss uh, level. But this is the time of year to apply the zero. It works literally overnight. And then you follow up in March with a, with a feed, a lawn fertiliser to bring the grass and, back. And w- when, the, when the zero kills the moss, do you just rake the moss out? The moss doesn't have to be raked, Pat, unless it's very heavy. Believe it or not, the grass will actually grow, the, the grass will grow up through the dead moss. So it actually appears right up through the moss. Okay. Um, so the moss will die overnight. Now, if it's heavy, yes, you can give it a, a, a light raking with a lawn rake. But generally speaking, you leave it alone. Can you ask Porik uh, tips for the ground for planting a hedge, please? I'm planning to plant a copper beech hedge at the edge of my existing lawn alongside a small fence. So far, I've removed the surface grass with a strimmer. Should I put Excellent. weed killer down as well to kill the grass before planting? Should I invest in some sort of ground cover to prevent weeds? I want to help the hedge to grow, but also to make it as maintenance-free as possible. That's from Connor and Donegal. Okay, a great question and a great time to plant hedges in particular. And Copper Beach makes a beautiful, beautiful hedge. Connor has right up until the end of March to plant the beach. Uh, the fact that he strimmed the grass, I don't think there's any need to put down any weed killer. You simply plant the Copper Beach, spacing them 18 inches apart. And any of the sods you can actually put into the bottom of the hole, if that makes sense, and have nice, clean, fresh soil on top. Uh, space the plants 18 inches apart. And you can use some of the we- the weed block material, the um, Mipex material, to prevent any weak growth after that. But it's an easy hedge to grow and a perfect time of year for planting. My Grisolinia hedge is beginning to develop a lot of yellow leaves. Is this due to the recent rainfall and will it recover or is it something I need to address? It's around five years old, positioned in my front garden and I heavy pruned it last September. Okay, well, look, at many plants, Pat, are showing yellowing in the foliage because of the heavy rain. So the listener is quite right. Where the water table is high and the soil is quite heavy, you get quite a bit of yellowing in the foliage of plants. The plants will grow out of that. So Grisolini is a very, very simple plant to grow. Feed it in the middle of March. Repeat a feed then around the middle of April and it'll be perfectly fine. It'll come back into full growth again. And uh, this one, uh, what's the best way to eliminate bamboo? I planted a small patch some years ago. Now it's gone everywhere. It started to come up through my tarmacadam. Can I cut it back and treat it with root killer? You can indeed. And this is, you know... How do we describe a weed patch? It's a plant planted in the wrong location. And bamboo, particularly the spreading forms, you've got to be very careful when you plant them in your gardens. The listener's doing the right thing. Cut it back and you can treat it with SBK, brushwood killer, or a tree stump and root killer weed control. And that'll eliminate the bamboo. So I would try to get it out completely. Uh, Can I plant garlic and onion sets out now, outdoors, in my raised beds? Yes, indeed. It's a busy time, actually, in the in the veg garden. So garlic is perfectly hardy. They come in different varieties, Pat. So depending on how much you like the strength of garlic, you can get really strong varieties like Cristo or Marco are two excellent varieties. But now is the time to plant them. You simply buy the bulbs, you break them up as you would for cooking, and you space the plants about 12 inches apart. The same with sets and shallots. 
the red sets and the golden sets, they can be planted directly out of doors now. And indeed, some vegetable seeds like uh, broad beans and the hardy pea varieties can be sown at this time of year. So get active in the veg garden. I have some Thuja, T-H-U-J-A, plants yep. in large pots. I think I've seen them because I Googled them, but I don't know how to say them. Um, they're looking very pale. What can I use to feed them? Also, I have Carex grass that has turned yellow in one bed and yet is thriving in another bed. What to do with them? Well, first of all, that is, so Thuja, you, you pronounce it very well, Pat. So this is a conifer, an evergreen conifer. It produces lovely cone-shaped conifer and comes in many different types. But in pots, they just tend to outgrow the size of the pot. And my advice really is to either move them into a larger container or to plant them out into the garden soil because the yellowing of the foliage is a sign that the plants are hungry. They've outgrown the root space. So either move them into bigger pots or transplant them. And this is an excellent time to do that. In relation to the Carex, Carex is a broadleaf grass and where in, in wet areas it tends to take on a bit like the Grisolinia question, Pat, um, a yellowing, a yellow colour, but it will grow out of that as we come into March. So don't worry about it. Give it a feed later on. Can you ask Porik how I take cuttings from an Annabelle hydrangea? It's five years old and has grown superbly. It's stunning when in bloom. I'd like to take cuttings to plant elsewhere in my garden. That's from Sinead in Galway. Uh, great question, Sinead. So this is the time of year for pruning back hydrangea Annabelle. It produces dinner plate size flowers in midsummer, a beautiful variety. The time to take the cuttings is August, September, so it's it's too early. So let the plant grow and then as it as the wood starts to harden in late August, September, take pencil length and pencil thick cuttings. It propagates really easy and uh, that's the time to take them. Dip them in a little bit of rooting powder in the autumn and put them into half sand, half compost. They'll have rooted by the following spring. Porter Corkin, thank you very much for joining us. Now, the Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.